0: Chapter Twenty Two of Working for God by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Ready to every good work. Put them in mind to be ready to every good work. Titus Chapter Three, Verse One. Put them in mind the words suggest the need of believers to have the truths of their calling to good works ever again set before them a healthy tree spontaneously bears its fruit even where the life of the believer is in perfect health scripture teaches us how its growth and fruitfulness only come through teaching and the influence that exerts on mind and will and heart For all who have charge of others, the need is great of divine wisdom and faithfulness to teach and train all Christians, especially young and feeble Christians, to be ready to every good work. Let us consider some of the chief points of such training. Teach them clearly what good works are. Lay the foundation in the will of God, as revealed in the law, and show them how integrity and righteousness and obedience are the groundwork of Christian character. Teach them how, in all the duties and relationships of daily life, true religion is to be carried out. Lead them on to the virtues which Jesus specially came to exhibit and teach – humility, meekness, and gentleness and love open out to them the meaning of a life of love self-sacrifice and beneficence entirely given to think of and care for others and then carry them on to what is the highest the true life of good works the winning of men to know and love god teach them what an essential part of the christian life good works are they are not as many think a secondary element in the salvation which god gives they are not merely to be done in token of our gratitude or as a proof of the sincerity of our faith or as a preparation for heaven they are all this but they are a great deal more they are the very object for which we have been redeemed we have been created anew unto good works they alone are the evidence that man has been restored to his original destiny of working as god works and with god and because god works through him god has no higher glory than his works and specially his work of saving love in becoming imitators of god and walking and working in love even as christ loved us and gave himself for us we have the very image and likeness of god restored in us the works of a man not only reveal his life they develop and exercise they strengthen and perfect it good works are of the very essence of the divine life in us teach them too what a rich reward they bring All labour has its market value. From the poor man who can scarce earn a shilling a day to the man who has made his millions, the thought of the reward there is for labour has been one of the great incentives to undertake it. Christ appeals to this feeling when he says, Great shall be your reward. Let Christians understand that there is no service where the reward is so rich as that of God. Work is bracing, Work is strength and cultivates the sense of mastery and conquest. Work wakens enthusiasm and calls out a man's noblest qualities. In a life of good works, the Christian becomes conscious of his divine ministry of dispensing the life and grace of God to others. They bring us into closer union with God. There is no higher fellowship with God than fellowship in His saving work of love. It brings us into sympathy with him and his purposes. It fills us with his love. It secures his approval. And great is the reward too on those around us. When others are won to Christ, when the weary and the erring and the desponding are helped and made partakers of the grace and life there are in Christ Jesus for them, God's servants share in the very joy in which our blessed Lord found his recompense. AND NOW THE CHIEF THING. TEACH THEM TO BELIEVE THAT IT IS POSSIBLE FOR EACH OF US TO ABOUND IN GOOD WORKS. NOTHING IS SO FATAL TO SUCCESSFUL EFFORT AS DISCOURAGEMENT OR despondency. NOTHING IS MORE A FREQUENT CAUSE OF NEGLECT OF GOOD WORKS THAN THE FEAR THAT WE HAVE NOT THE POWER TO PERFORM THEM. PUT THEM IN MIND OF THE POWER OF THE HOLY SPIRIT DWELLING IN THEM. Show them that God's promise and provision of strength is always equal to what he demands, that there is always grace sufficient for all the good works to which we are called. Strive to waken in them a faith in the power that worketh in us and in the fullness of that life which can flow out as rivers of living water. Train them to begin at once their service of love lead them to see how it is all god working in them and to offer themselves as empty vessels to be filled with his love and grace and teach them that as they are faithful in a little even amid mistakes and shortcomings the acting out of the life will strengthen the life itself and work for god will become in full truth a second nature God grant that the teachers of the church may be faithful to its commission in regard to all her members. Put them in mind to be ready for every good work. Not only teach them, but train them. Show them the work there is to be done by them. See that they do it. Encourage and help them to do it, hopefully. There is no part of the office of a pastor more important or more sacred than this, or fraught with richer blessing. Let the aim be nothing less than to lead every believer to live entirely devoted to the work of God in winning men to Him. What a change it would make in the church and the world! Get a firm hold of the great root principle. Every believer, every member of Christ's body, has his place in the body solely for the welfare of the whole body. Pastors have been given for the perfecting of the saints with the work of ministering, of serving in love. In ministers and members of the churches, Christ will work mightily if they will wait upon him. End of chapter 22